Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's around this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso Sports Hall We are live, it is a Monday Have a lot of sports to talk about It is a it was a wine weekend. I did a whole lot of, not a whole lot. I did some wine drinking. I think that's what I'm about to narrow down to so I can't get in that. You know that all that hard stuff makes you tired and gets you old face, change your whole appearance. Wine is not bad. I think I've always liked wine, I guess, once I started drinking wine. so. And I did an event at the, uh, at the um, Arizona Biltmore, so it was one of those wine days. It was with the Alliance Beverages. We did that event, uh, me, Seth Jonah, and who else? Well, actually, we was the pro. I was the pro on the long drive. I wonder how I keep getting suckered into hitting the ball far. Um, that's not really my game. My game is consistency, if anybody wants to bet. Seth Jordan was on a par three. We also had uh, Doug Plank, the 46 defense that was named after this guy, Doug Plank, and where he played ball. But the event at the Arizona Biltmore was great. So it was one of those wine laid back, back events. And then I had a... Another buddy, Nick Schmidt, who's out in California, who come down, did a lot of events. He used to do a lot of events out in Arizona. But also on this weekend, we had a lot of upsets. If you was a football fan of any level, then you love this weekend. Well, maybe if you have a fan of a team, went to a certain school, although Kansas lost to West Virginia, a certain school. Uh, I'm not upset with that because I, I know the, the changes going on with the University of Kansas and their program. They fired Charlie Weiss three, two weeks ago. Should have fired him two years ago. Um, I'm headed to Kansas this weekend, and hopefully I can talk to the right people. Not so much for a job, but just more so for recruiting. I would love to recruit and get some players. you got to be able to keep a certain – if you want to build a program, I think Ohio State does a great job at this. They've done it for a while. You keep your All-Americans from that state, in that state, at that program. That's why they can continue to call it the Ohio State University. Uh, and then you, if you want to win a national championship, if you want to win the conference, you keep your All-Americans in your state. You want to win national championships, you, will, you have to be able to go out and get some of those All-Americans, those four-time, five-times All-American high school kids that's from other states, like Florida, California. You have to know where to recruit. You want alignments, you go into the Midwest. And guess who's coming into the studio now? Demery Lachey. Some people don't have a concept of time. One thing I say about Alex, he was never late. Never. Hey, anyway, let's, let, me, let me continue. I digressed for a second. Let me proceed. Um, but it was a great weekend for football, especially on the college level. There were a lot of upsets. The only team that didn't get upset was the number one team, and that was Florida State. But is Florida State really the number one team? If you watch Auburn play football, didn't Auburn and Florida State play in the national championship last year? Well, you have to wonder if that matchup comes down to it again and you don't have any idiotic, idiotic students getting in trouble during the season again, Auburn looks like they're, they're about to be national champions. I'm not taking anything away from Florida. Florida pulled out a game two weeks ago with uh, their star quarterback, James Winston, sitting out. Supposed to have been sitting out the first half. I think the Florida State program did a great job of sitting them out. 
the entire game. Now, we go back a year ago where Johnny Manziel set out 30 minutes, came in and ball and continued to have success, gets drafted where he got drafted to the Cleveland Browns. A lot of talk about that, him being the, he being the starter. I think the Cleveland Browns selected a perfect starter for their job. Perfect starter. Now, there was there haven't been any excitement in, in Cleveland since then, so Johnny Manziel provided that. Let me go on. Let me move forward. Well, in the college weekend, there were probably four or five top five teams that lost. As I mentioned, the Florida State was able to pull it off. Now, there, there were some close calls. There was a Michigan State game and a Nebraska game. The Michigan State had that game all the way down to three minutes in the game. You kick, you punt the ball. You, first of all, Michigan State, your play selection stinks. You have to finish strong. And this will happen in the first game of the Maybe the second game of the season when you played Oregon. You played Oregon up in Oregon, and you lose that game. But you were battling with that guys. You went in halftime of that first that game against Oregon, winning. You started off fast, but you can't finish strong. Now, I know the head coach. I know most of their staff, and I know them well. And this is not, this is not the M.O. of these guys. So where the players lose a disconnect is beyond me. I, something I would may have to get Mark D'Antonio on the line and maybe ask him that question. But Michigan State beating Nebraska handily, and it was a good game. It was a, it was a fair it was a fair game to watch because it could have went either way at the end of the game. Michigan. One thing I say about Nebraska, they never gave up, and that's the Nebraska I know going to the University of Kansas. These guys always had a powerhouse. Uh, had some coaching changes throughout the years. Things program went down a little bit, but you are Nebraska. You find a way to get those guys back, that team back to where it used to be. Nebraska never gave up, gave up in this game. So Michigan State gives up a punt return, so now Nebraska's right back in this game. You have to find a way to finish strong. You cannot continue to have games like this when your next challenge or your biggest challenge moving forward is Ohio State. Now, you have to be Ohio State. Then with all those teams losing uh, in the top five, or let's say top seven, with those teams ranked in the top seven losing all but Florida State, where does that put a Michigan State? Texas loses. I think Texas was ranked six or five or six. They lose. Uh, Alabama, who was ranked number two, they lose. Oregon, they lose. One of, the, one of the most exciting games, there was a lot of exciting games, but one that hit close to home on the college level was ASU on a Hail Mary pass. Somebody has not been coached on what Hail Mary is if you're a defensive player. You don't wait for the ball to come down. You go up and get the ball to knock it down, not to intercept it because that's when you have problems because you're waiting for it. But you go up to knock the ball down like a volleyball spike. The USC guy's waiting on the ball. Uh, Arizona State player comes right in front of him, pick him like it was a pass play directly to him. USC loses to ASU. They call it an upset. And maybe it is an upset because they didn't have Kelly as the quarterback. They had their backup quarterback. They get they went to South Central and beat up on USC. And it was a, USC was dominating that game for three quarters. Three quarters. ASU found a way to win with that spread offense. They found a way to get back into the game, gave themselves a chance on the last play, which was a Hail Mary, and they won. If you remember two, year, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, U of A did the same thing to Oregon. Hail Mary, they win. Maybe it's these guys' season. And with the bye week coming up for ASU, they may get their quarterback. He may only miss, like, the two games. They may get the quarterback. He is out with a a 
fractured bone in his foot. And if you're a quarterback, you understand if that's your plant foot or whatever, whatever foot it is, you need that to put some heat on the ball. 888-346-9144. We're talking college football. I have uh, Demery Lachey's in the studio. You watch a lot of college football this week because there, yeah. so, there were so many upsets. It was, it was such a great wine weekend for me. I got a chance to golf. I golfed twice. Was it Friday and Saturday? Friday I had to be a celebrity as far as on a hole. Saturday I went to talk to play nine holes with the guys um, that put on the event. But in, the, in that, I got a chance to watch a lot of football, watch a lot of college football. And then we'll talk about football Monday regarding to what happened yesterday in the NFL on Sunday. So in the college football you watched, what was the most impressive? Or um, I watched all the college football, especially Saturday. Um, the most impressive game um, that I watched was probably the Ole Miss and Alabama game. Great game. Katy Perry uh, was there? Yeah, Katy Perry was there for one. That's the reason why I tuned in to college, even college game day. But um, to see Ole Miss, you know, seeing Bo Wallace uh, – come back against our Alabama team and uh, seeing him actually lead that offense, finding uh, receivers, making all his reads was really impressive. Um, Texas A&M and Mississippi State, I, I kind of figured, you know, Mississippi State was going to win the game, maybe not by as much because Texas A&M, they've been on the – they've just been not consistent. And to be a top six team, top seven team in the country – you playing inconsistent now. You got to go against another SEC foe who's rolling right now. Um, well, well, you know you that game's gonna down. be tough anyway. Anytime yeah. the SEC is playing each other, it's gonna be tough. But in the uh, one of the games you mentioned, in the Alabama and Ole Miss game, did you not think Ole Miss could win that game? Uh, honestly, no, because yeah. Alabama was getting all the calls uh, as they was, always do. Yeah, and it was a messed up situation before when before the half is when Alabama scored with Cyrus Jones stripping the football to running back and him returning it for a touchdown. When clearly before the play, he clearly face mag face masked the mess out of the old old Miss running back or receiver. Um, he face masked him pretty bad, and they didn't call it. And I figure, you know what, games like this is the games. Alabama comes out a win, and but uh, you know I, Ole Miss kept it together. I just, I just going into this game, and I'm watching game day, <laughs> and I'm and I'm excited about it. But I knew it was with Ole Miss. Ole Miss is undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. But I knew going, going into this game that they had a great chance. And then you can't say that for a lot of teams when they're going because the Alabama, because a lot of these teams still playing against the past and history of an Alabama team and not this team this year. Not to say they're not good, mm-hmm. but they could have had their problems with the uh, last week. But Alabama found a way to win that game in the second half. I thought Ole Miss this, this week had a great chance of winning this football game and they were in um, and they were at home when they won this game. So it was, a, it was one of those upsets and they're definitely an upset because I think Number two, Alabama was playing number 11, Ole Miss. But Ole Miss defense has been playing ball there since the season started. So mm-hmm. their defense was very relevant. Not that their offense wasn't, but their defense was relevant in, in keeping them in football games until their offense got a rhythm. And we'll talk about a little bit of that when we get to the pros on the Arizona Cardinals. But on the college level, we also watch Wake Forest. Wake Forest haven't scored a touchdown against Florida State since uh, – 2006 that's, that's an incredible stat Yeah That's an incredible stat So when they score first Which was a field goal I understand I know they had More than three points In the game So they must be Kicking field goals They, they had Wake Forest 
is what I said about some teams that play Alabama. You play in the past team, play that team now. If 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 James Winston and, and Florida State don't start off strong, you have to start off fast uh, to get a jump on them. Then make them play, make them get into an offense. But that's that's there's a lot of great stats that we're gonna talk about um, yeah. on this show. But that was one of the stats that stood out to me. And I hate that about some college football games. Some programs are just used to playing the history. They think about the history of their school, not particularly <laughs> right. what's going on on the field. Because especially right now with the with the uh, how the age, um, a lot of young guys are playing college football, and some of these guys, you know, these guys throwing out the top recruits, top freshmen out there. But at the end of the day, these guys are still freshmen. They're not playing against some of the seniors that. Uh, that the other position or offense or defense or whatever they're throwing out, kind of like uh, going back to the Ole Miss game, um, they were tearing up. The Ole Miss offense was going right at uh, Mr. White, the corner number right. two for Alabama, and he was a true freshman. Yeah, you could be all these accolades all you want, but I got a four-year senior guy and, and Treadwell, up. and he was going right at um, White the whole game. And, you know, the, and I think that's what Wake Forest teams like that when they had to play against a powerhouse and – um, you you may not have the talent, but at the same time, you got the experience, and experience beats out talent. Yeah, any day of the week. Uh, I um, talents may get you. They might have that spark or have that excitement, but when you got experience, you find a way to win. If it's a close game, right. which it shouldn't be, you find a way to win those games through experience. <clears throat> and that's what um that's what those teams do. When you stop playing go, when you stop playing ghosts, when you stop playing past teams. When you start playing a history of a team, and when you play line up, and you think about man, we got a chance to score. You're not thinking about the task at hand, and that's in the case of Wake Forest. That's in the case of you playing. I know. I know. When I was at Kansas, we used to, um, you know, Nebraska national championship, Colorado. Right. Um, it bothered me that some of the guys on that team were saying, "Well, we got to do our best. We got to stand it." Defensively, but I never heard that. And mm-hmm. I, and 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 we talk about offensive defense because I'm a defense guy. You're an offense guy. Uh, I, I never thought when I see a hardcore offense guy, I know that offense gonna be fine because he gonna make them that way. He gonna get in the huddle and he gonna say some things. Sometimes the coaches they can't connect with their peers or the players because that's not their peer. They can't they cannot connect with the p- players as much as the peer can because he's right there with them. And then when they're out and about or when they're in the dorms, he's right there with them. So you gotta understand how passionate somebody is for the game. Right, and I just say that a lot of times with Jake Plummer. He used to hang with the defense guys. Not that he neglected the offense, because I saw him with the offense all the time. But when we were out and defense guys, we out. We're not talking about football because we know we're gonna show up. But you can hear the passion when when it does happen of a, of a guy like Jake Plummer, a guy mm-hmm. like Frank Sanders, who talks about that, who has that dog in him. And I played against Frank. Frank mm-hmm. changed a little bit, but I played against Frank in college. I saw a cold blooded receiver. He was that at the Cardinals, but I knew. With a Frank Sanders or and a Rob Moore, a Larry Sanders up there, uh, you had the offensive offensive lineman guys that were cold, and I tried to figure out why are these guys not moving the ball. Why we get so many three and outs? Why offense has? Why defense have about a hundred plays a week <laughs> during a football game, and offense has fifty six? We still in the meeting room watching game film. They out and laughing about it, and we lost. Mm-hmm. So in this. Collegiate level this this past weekend when all those teams lost, maybe they underestimate underestimated their opponent, and maybe the opponent said, let's throw out the history. Let's play this team right now today. 
Let's throw out the pass. We're not playing the pass, Alabama, who won this championship. Obviously, yeah. they can get those recruits that Alabama can. But let's play this team. If we Ole Miss, let's play this team right now. Great win by Ole Miss. Oh, a lot of these things, a lot of these games came down to the final minutes, final second of a yeah. football game. Especially, uh, I, w- I also tuned in. Man, I was watching so much college football Saturday. I was flipping through. It was through. a great football yeah. weekend. For I was just flipping through the Mississippi State and uh, Texas A&M. Ole Miss and Alabama and Notre Dame and Stanford. And that was a cold, oh, rainy. Notre Dame and Stanford? Yeah. yeah. That was a cold, rainy Midwest football with, between between two just defensive-minded programs. Uh, Stanford with the number one defense going into Saturday in the, in the country. And seeing Everett Golston grow up in the last few seconds, last few minutes, uh, and make Dame? a big-time throw. To win the ball game, Notre and, Dame. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't think Ever Goes to had it in him. You really? know, he's been playing around lately, man. He's like, been kind of how kind of how I feel about EJ Manuel. We get into that. Kind of uh-huh. how I feel about uh, the clown in Carolina. We get into that. Yeah. I mean, you the quarterback. Stop playing around. So when you say, <laughs> so now you know what I'm talking about. And if you didn't, because I, I hear what you're saying. He plays around too much. He's fumbling the ball. You, yeah. you, man, you had Notre Dame first of all, right? A lot of kids can't get in Notre Dame, so I got to think you got some sense in your head. <laughs> I have to believe you have a little bit of sense in your head. I don't know, man. He got caught with some nonsense. Last year. Yeah, that made him sit out last season. Yeah, so. well, good for him. So now he should be, when you take away somebody's passion from him because they made that mistake and you get him time to think about it, shouldn't he be more focused? Absolutely. And But you thought he couldn't make that throw, and I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, he may, I knew he could make it, but it's just like okay, in that moment. In that moment Really surprised me. Well, there's a lot of teams that. Uh, that's a lot. Man. That's a lot of teams. I, I, I would like to see the rankings. I don't know if they came out yet. Yeah, they came out. Oh, let me check this out. Some then. of the AP rankings did drop out. Okay. Well, here's what we're going to do. What confuses me? Okay, go ahead. We'll take a break. We'll yeah. come back. 888 346 the Sports Talk with Demery Lachey. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Here's a champ for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Welcome back to the Kwame Lasher Sports Talk, 888 346 What's that? That rapper. What's his name? The rapper. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny on this one. I don't know that guy's name. I know his name because I played poker with him so many times. <laughs> but I can't. I could not think I've been trying to think his name Because I'm Young MC Thank you Thank you Why don't you join the show more often You hear us trying to figure out his thing You know I can't remember anything I don't know man He he didn't Jay you didn't hear me Jay you ain't hear me Jay Jay (laughs) Jay (laughs) Hey um Well welcome back to the show Look Now I I was trying to think of his name Young MC Trying to think of his name Because I'm doing an event At the uh I'm trying to put on this huge Super Bowl party for the, through the NFL alumni, and um, I'm trying to get you know local artists, local celebrities, more so than go outside of that and see if they want to be a part of that. A uh, couple of people, a um, couple of people, uh, Jordan Sparks, CC Peniston, uh, Steel. I call him Steel, but it's uh, Sid Justin Playball, who sings his lead single, "The Miracles." Uh, with the you know Smokey Robinson Americans, mm-hmm. uh, who else? It was another one, Young MC, and uh, I got to get Cool and Game because everybody like Cool and Game, um, and maybe one outside of a uh, George Park because she's a major label artist right now. A lot of them are independent. A lot of them you know just don't have the stuff, but just to make the party good. But I could not think of his name as of last week. Yeah. I'm headed to Kansas Friday. I was gonna go Thursday and play a little golf, but I need to check the weather. And if I do decide to play, I use somebody's club. They can't beat me. But I'm going Friday, and we're going to talk. Me and Keith Lonica. Keith Lonica played. We played together. Uh, he he was an older class than I was, uh, probably about a year and a half. But he, um, he's he been doing a lot of big things in Kansas, like orchestrating stuff. So we've been talking about he been putting this whole thing together since Clinton got the uh, head coaching job. I mentioned earlier in the show, Charlie White's got fired. Clint, who's a Lawrence native, who's been there the entire time, except not the entire time, but he, may, he might have missed one or two years because of the coaching staff and the changing over to different staffs. But he's a Lawrence native. Now he's just, I want to say intern, but intern is not on the title. Now he's a head coach, and we're hoping he gets the head coaching job going forward. So a lot of us going to go out to Kansas for this home game and uh, show a little support. We're probably going to be on the field. Um, so I got to get my old Letterman jacket out and see if I can still fit that. Yeah, get the cob- cobwebs off too. I know. It's uh, it's in the garage, man. Oh yeah, it's in the garage. Definitely I think got some cobwebs. Um, but no, we're going out there to do that. But we, you know, Keith and I were actually we were talking this morning. We're about to put a. He have five fields. They got five fields out there. So we're about to put on a. He say a Lonaker and Lasseter. I'm calling mm-hmm. it Lasseter and Lonaker. Um, seven on seven. <laughs> Um, 707 event Then I'm going to talk to the I told him set up an appointment With me Friday So I can set up Talk to the endowment yeah. uh, Who's ahead of the endowment fund Which I should know Probably do have it on my email Because I want to do an event out there I want to do a golf event out there and, and you know So we can get better players We can get scholarship guys Right I mean I think we should go out there And get a bunch of junior college guys Because They have more experience And when you get junior college guys Your program is winning 
Now you can keep those guys in state. And I talked about this, how Ohio State keep a lot of their All-Americans in state. Mm-hmm. And the, the perfect format is, it, and, I, and I, I know what it is, and I divulge it on air. What they used to do, who was the head coach before uh, this guy, this clown? Um, but he was, he was good. It'll come to you. The um, before Charlie Wise? No, no, I'm talking about Ohio State now. But what he did? Oh, but uh, what, Trestle. Mark Tr- Trestle. Not uh, was it Mark? Not Mark Trestle. It was a uh, Jim Trestle. Jim Trestle. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. What he did was have a luncheon with all the high school coaches and say, "Your kid will come to Ohio State." But they were familiar with him. They had. At least that was one of the few programs that did that in the state. He just had a lunch and the university pays for it. I thought it was a great idea because worst case scenario, if your kid think about going to Michigan State, which is a no-no if you're from Ohio, mm-hmm. or going to, not Michigan State, but Michigan, um, Michigan State, a whole other program, ball game. But if your kid was thinking about leaving the state, they want the kid to know, they want the coach to know that your kid can come here. Your kid has the grace and the talent. We will give you him a scholarship. And I thought that was one of the best things to do Yeah. if you're a head coach. If you're a head coach and want to keep some of those guys in the state, you you should be able to keep at least half of those guys and then go out and get other All-Americans from other states. And when you do that, you're not only playing for the conference championship, now you're playing for a national championship, which we've seen Ohio State do a couple of times. So that's just a great format. And that's what I want to do an event in Kansas to, you know, even if that's possible to leave some of the, tournament money throw, uh, donated to the endowment because I have a foundation but donated to the endowment fund whereas the uh, it goes to scholarships if that's possible I got to find the ins and outs and a lot of the paperwork that's involved with that NFL are we done talking about because you wanted you were saying something about before we went to break no just the rankings that uh, dropped out okay. came out yesterday I believe so it came to my Sunday uh, yeah, it updated to my phone Sunday, so I was surprised. Though. I thought they used to come out Monday, but mm-hmm. system dropped them out Sunday. And uh, Florida State and Auburn are one and two, which Auburn might be the number makes one sense. Team. But the biggest jump for me that I've ever noticed, that I've ever seen, was unranked Arizona, U of A, twenty nine, I think. No, Arizona jumped, was twenty four, wasn't it? No, they were twenty nine. I'm, I'm talking about U of A. U of A was twenty nine. Were they? They weren't in the top twenty five. That's called, that's AP. Yeah. Knocking out coaches, okay. And they jumped all the way up to number 10. What? They say this is the biggest jump since Ever. 1989. <laughs> 1989? I don't know what team, but since 1989, this has been the biggest jump. I was at high school. What was uh, <laughs> what would, uh who was that team? Was it, was it, it had uh, to be Colorado or? I think it was Colorado. It had to be Colorado who jumps up like that. In 89, I think that's when they um played for Colorado. a national championship. And then they ended up getting co-championship with Colorado and Georgia Tech were co-champions that year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it was Colorado. Was that? No. Yeah, that was, I think it was Colorado. And what gets me is how Mississippi State and Ole Miss both Ranked number three, they're tied at number three. Tied at number so three. So it's one, two, three, three, five. Because they didn't want to disrespect somebody. It's, it's, it's man, it's BS. They didn't want. <laughs> they're even in the points. Right. They didn't want to disrespect the uh, points. My foot. They they didn't want to disrespect Ole Miss and Mississippi State. They right there. You talking about the two? One is in Starksville, and what is the, where's the other one? Oxford somewhere. The two schools. Either yeah. either way, they're they're in that old bum place, Mississippi. <laughs> um. Yeah, but for Arizona, you know, to jump up to number 10, you passing 
you know, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Georgia, Oklahoma, um, Oregon. Like, they jumped all these teams. They weren't even ranked. That's the part. And they jumped UCLA, Kansas State. Where did Where is ASU? ASU's at 20. Oh, no. Which is they were they went they, they, they went from but you know what I eighteen read? unranked to twenty now. Okay, you know what I read? You know when they get the rank as the top twenty five, mm-hmm. which shouldn't even go to twenty five, but there's a hundred and plus hundred and nineteen division ones. Right. When I when they just only list the twenty five, I go into the honorable mention parts and see where teams are because that's usually where Kansas used to be in the honorable mention. Mm-hmm. And um, so what makes sense That is a huge jump If you went from Honorable mention Or even not being In honorable mention You beat A ranked team Consistently Even though they got Smashed by UCLA mm-hmm. at, at home I believe That's That is a huge jump if, Even if that's to Just to 20 That is a huge jump So right. let me look For that rank Go ahead Let me look for that rank in myself. I mean, it's, it's listed on the uh, ESPN got a list of, You know NCAA football Top 25 Rankings The AP rankings Just Mm-hmm. Go straight to the AP rankings, but yeah, to, to see Ole Miss and Mississippi State, I think that's funny and it's great to see two, both in-state teams being ranked number three. You know they probably hate Tied. it, yeah. But it gets like even after this weekend, what it makes college football so much interesting is that there's another weekend and the games get even harder because now Auburn has to go into Mississippi State after beating up. <laughs> On LSU Now they The number two team In the country Going to go see The number three team At Mississippi State So you was reading Off the Exactly So you was reading <laughs> Off the AP polls And then they got The USA Today poll Yeah Florida State Auburn Mississippi Ole Miss Baylor That's top five That's AP Then you got USA Today Florida State Auburn Baylor Ole Miss Notre Dame Right Notre Dame Is in USA Today They, they number five and AP, they're number six. You see, this is what kills me about. <laughs> this is what kills me. Look what. Do you have Alabama at number seven? Before the USA Today, yeah. And the AP. They were number two, right? This is how Alabama. This is this. This is what's killed me. This kills me. Two years ago, Alabama lost, and they happened to get back in it because somebody else lost, but they only dropped them to five. Right. So when teams lost, they were right back into the championship game. They had seven right now at four and one. They lost to Mississippi. They lost to Ole Miss, who was ranked 11 at the time, if I'm not mistaken. They should have went to 10. You Alabama should have dropped all the way down to 10 after yes. Michigan State got beat up by Oregon. Mm-hmm. And Michigan State was number number three or four when they lost to Oregon. They went down to they went to eleven or twelve. But Alabama was like one or two, so they lost. So they dropping down to seven is I think it's lose it's, early. You know the rules. You know how this works. You got to lose early. You lose late. It's, it's over. Seven so is low enough. Who's going to jump Alabama? Okay, I'm Michigan look, I'm, State, I'm, TCU, Arizona. Arizona's five and zero. Oh. I think five and zero oh counts for something. I don't know. I don't care how you got it. Uh, it does t- count. You you does count. That's why I you jump all the way from twenty nine to ten. Yeah, I don't care how you got it. Uh, Arizona. I'm talking about the Hail Mary, but you five and zero. Notre Dame is. I mean, Alabama is four and one. Now, here's what's going to happen. They're going to say, "Well, we play in the SEC." I understand that because that's probably the tough. That's one of the toughest conferences. And then you go into the Big Twelve. This is the next conference. I thought it would be the Pac-12 or whatever they packing now. I thought it would be that conference. Yeah, it's, but, it's, but it's, at the it's SEC, arguably, it's, it's arguably Pac-12. It's Big Twelve. Yeah, it's arguably Pac-12. Big Twelve. 
you got let me see who's in the Big Twelve. I like the pack. I think the Pac Twelve is deeper this year. I the like Big the Pac Twelve because Big Twelve has has some their top front runners are mm-hmm. are beasts. They're, those are some beastly teams right now. But Pac Twelve, you can go down. You know, I think they have a stronger conference. Michigan State only they want they beat Nebraska, who was ranked also. Nebraska was ranked number nineteen. You lose to you lose to they was ranked nineteen. Okay, you lose to Michigan State. And now you others receiving votes. You one of those ten. You're not even receiving votes. I'm looking at this, and here's here's here are the others that are receiving votes: Clemson, Marshall, USC, <laughs> USC, Marshall, Marshall, L- uh, Louisville, LSU, BYU, West Virginia. LSU still getting votes. They still get because they the SEC West man. It, yeah, they, that's it, tough. It is some tough teams. They dropped from 15 to not even in the top 25 now. Rutgers got two, but they only got two because they only beat Michigan. And Michigan's not the powerhouse they used to be, so they're not even in the top. They're nowhere near the top 25. They're the last team oh, outside of Virginia. V- UVA got one vote. Mm-hmm. Rutgers got four in the AP and only two votes in the USA Today. <laughs> now, we're talking Big 12, Pac-10. Let me see. Big 12, Oklahoma, Texas 8. No, these are not Big 12 anymore. These are SECs. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Nebraska. No. See, I'm thinking about it. There's only three. It's only three in the AP. Missouri and Texas A&M. This used to be all Big 12. They are now SEC. Yeah. Which is a great move because you can recruit on a whole lot of levels with that. Texas A&M, okay, Oregon, Georgia. Georgia just don't want to be successful. They find a way to lose silly <laughs> games. Well, yeah, okay. The, the surprise that I see up here, maybe not surprise. I'm not surprised about it all. I used the wrong word. The the BS I see up here in this BCS, and now we're in a playoff system, mm-hmm. it's Alabama going to number seven. I roll tied with the best of them. I like the roll tied, but you know what I say? Rock chalk. When they say roll tie, I say rock chop. Okay. That's like high and by. Right. They went to seven. They went from two. They don't drop five spots. They went from two to seven. I think Michigan State, it's the voting. It's who's voting. I think Alabama dropping to seven. That, that's, I think that's fair. U, U of A is five and oh. They don't get any. They play in the. They're they, not going to jump. But look, they play they, Oregon. Who, we, who was number two? Didn't they beat the number two team in the country? Yeah, Oregon, and they jumped from twenty nine to ten. How much? Well, more they shouldn't have been at twenty nine when it was four and zero at that point. They shouldn't have been. Well, at they didn't play any ranked teams by then. No, because they had played UNLV. <laughs> they played Cal. They won. By, they won Cal on the last second. I tell you who them. And, they, and Cal is the. They're leading the Pac twelve. Uh, they play UNLV, University of Texas San Antonio, Nevada, and then they play Cal. So in in these yeah. wins. Yeah, they didn't play anybody. They didn't play I, I heard that. They won 58-13. So yeah, there's no way you're jumping Alabama. They almost, lo- they almost lost to San Antonio. Look, San Antonio, that's that's like that's your conference, right? No, they just went out to FBS. So. Do they? Did mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they just went out to FBS. They play Nevada, 35-28. That's a, that's a score. That's seven points. Mm. Then they play Cal and went out to shoot. They have no defense. It's 49-45. <laughs> And then they play Oregon, and they win that on Hail Mary. You know they should be. That defense look good against. They probably Oregon. could be two and three, easily. Yes, but they're not. They're five and zero. Oh. So Alabama, you can't lose late. 
You know that. Lose, they can't lose late. You got to lose early like Michigan State did. And then Michigan State, they are fighting their way back yeah. to that top. Well, they are in the top 10. But if you get in that top five, what is it? Top eight for the playoff game? I think it's top four. Top this year. four. It should be so eight. Only, yeah, it's, it should, it should be, be eight. eight. That's just dumb. Yeah. You're going to have two teams. So just that's three games. Two games. No, that's two games. That's dumb. Yeah. That's <laughs> dumb. It is. So which bowl game would that be? I don't know which bowl game that'd be. Okay. Now, U of A has a problem. U A they might have a problem Saturday. They definitely have a problem because they, they there's some games that well, Saturday still need night. To be they played. play Saturday night, ten thirty, and that's uh at home against USC. You think USC gonna go down like this? If I'm looking at the U of A schedule and I'm saying and I'm USC and I lost to a, I lost because I wasn't well coached in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I'm USC. I wasn't well coached because there's nobody who waits for a ball to come down. Mm-hmm. You go up and get the ball and knock it down, and if you miss it, you got guys who overlapping. You you keep a guy from coming in front of you to get that ball, and you and you have a guy behind you. And I'm watching this play over and over again. You have a guy behind you for the tip balls. If you USC to knock it down, you have a guy in front of you to go get it. You take your tallest guy, maybe a receiver, and you put him on defense. Right. A lot of teams do that. Yeah. But if I'm USC and I'm looking at you beat Nevada, handled the first game, okay. You had problems with San Antonio who just got in the FBU. What do you say, FBS? Mm-hmm. You, you, you almost lost to Nevada. That was a seven-point victory. California gave you, put up 45 on you. But you know what? You know what makes this a great what what makes this great for U of A is that they can win close ball games. That's what that it puts shows you in that, that mindset of we don't care who we're playing. If it's a close game, we know how to we know how to close the deal. Well here's they're gonna have problems. Saturday, they are. October eleventh. But Tucson's going to be rocking uh, this coming up Saturday. Oh, they waiting are? for USC. Yeah. After their big time win against number two, it's going to be rocking. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a good game. I don't. They 5 and 0 right now. But They're not going to blow teams out. Uh-uh. They're just going to win ball. That's Rich Rodriguez. That's how he plays, been coaching. Rich Rodri- uh, Rodriguez, he is mouth is watering. You know why? Because he's going to leave. If they if they can continue this, he, he was at West Virginia, left West Virginia. He should have never left West Virginia. Then he comes up. He went to Michigan. And then he went to Michigan, left in a matter of minutes. You think he want to get back up to the big echelon of teams? This is one. You can South make, Carolina, you can, but, but it's hard man. to recruit. It's hard to take a recruit to U of A in Tucson and then bring that recruit to ASU. What do you think he's going to school? <laughs> so they got USC. And, and not to harp on this because I want to get off that. Are we going to break? Yeah, we are. We, they got USC. And then they have UCLA, where well, they have Washington, UCLA, Colorado. They they might finish seven and five, eight and three, eight and four. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna tell. We're gonna get into some NFL when we come <laughs> back. Kwame Lasa Sports Talk, Demi Lachey in the studio. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Back to the show. I wanted that to play a little bit. Let's go ahead and let that play, Jay, a little bit. I want that play. <laughs> it's that type of Monday. You know, usually I come in and say it's a, say it's a Monday, Friday, because I try to get that excitement. But sometimes music does that for you because you got people around you that happy. Negative. Oh. No, 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 no. Let me let me apologize and take that back. Not negative. Just let me move on. Lions cut kicker after missing three field goals. You watched a lot of football yesterday? Yes. I tuned in. I mean, I was. Was you at home? Or was you at home? Or was you out? Uh, I was out. I went out to Monkey Pants. I don't know what in the world place should be going to. Where is this Monkey Pants? <laughs> it's in Tempe. They had. They, I mean, they had a great happy hour. They had pretty good food. They had dollar tacos. Yeah, dollar tacos. Yeah, dollar tacos were special. Don't buy into in, that. In a Dosaki, man. I was. I was dollar in good tacos. Hands. Just that. Just two dollar like, wells. I was good. <laughs> I was at a good location. Good thing you had a driver with Group you. Group of friends, uh, exactly. I ain't, I ain't no. <laughs> no, I, I sat up, watched it. I, I really, I watched the first game at home. Dollar tacos. Like Let me get back to that. More importantly, what's up, man? I had dollar tacos at a place, and they was the worst ever because they was a dollar. And I thought, okay, because normally I go to a sandbar and get two dollar mm-hmm. tacos, Taco Tuesday, and mm-hmm. they, and they pretty good. So I thought I was coming up. I said, a dollar tacos. If they anything like. Sandbar, I'm I'm still in. That's that's easy. Yeah. That's an easy decision. That was the worst tacos I ever had in my life. They were worse than Taco <laughs> Bell. Yeah, I mean it. It wasn't a, it wasn't no sandbar taco, but it was it was pretty good taco. It was hard shell. I'm going to vegetarian. Go to local Patron tomorrow after 3 p.m. Can vegetarians drink alcohol? Yeah, I think they can. <laughs> I think they can. I'm a new vegetarian. I'm just going to have wine. I've been starting my new. I started a new workout, so I'm, I'm starting to get my body to back together. It's been ten days, and it's been a great progress so far. It's a thirty day challenge. You don't you tell. Should, you you don't. should accept to it. I mean, I'm gonna send it to you. No, you should do this. Not tell <laughs> me, a man. I'm getting my body. Just tell me, I'm about to get back in shape. Well, we was talking about, you know, you were saying. You, if I was a female, and you say I'm getting my <laughs> body, saying, that might be okay. That might sound right, but you said. No, I mean it's cool. If, you, you if, know, if, we're, we're good friends. Yeah, but yeah. But if I told out, you, but. I'm gonna say, damn man, I gotta get back in shape. That sound like two men. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm getting my body right Getting my body back together You know how it is You know how we talk Okay listen Don't hit me with it's, that It's a 30 day challenge <laughs> It's a 30 day challenge Is it on isogenics? Um, 
Cause no, I, the, cause I, I don't know what website. Somebody sent it to me. See, you about to spend some money and not, I'm not make no money. Not spending any money. I'm you, not even. What kind of thirty day challenge is not spending money? You won't have to spend some money. It's a website that the guy sent me a thirty day ab challenge. Somebody making money off it. Thirty won't be day you. ab and squat challenge. I could, I do that anyway. I used to. Yeah, but my abs by combining them in a track coach at the University of Florida <clears> sent me his. Uh, I'm also in put inside uh he does a month-to-month abs where he does like 150 abs a day one month and the next month 250 and it progresses so he sent me that app workout. let me tell you you come to so the gym. I, I'm, I'm getting it in right you now. come to the gym with me and you talking about 150 we do 150 each in the gym that's fine yeah but it ain't no i'm we do 150 and we're not doing 150 straight and it's not a whole we we go from one thing to another in the gym yeah we we when I was in the gym, that's how I used to get it in. But I can't. My, my body hurt now. Me I can't too. get in the gym. I'm mentally I mean, distraught. I, I was that way too, and then I celebrated. You, you know, my last monkey, monkey pen. Yeah, your birthday was monkey. Two weeks yeah, ago. I was taco on Tuesday, and then <laughs> and birthday. Yeah, I was celebrating Arizona life. It's a whole another lifestyle out here. I got to like, oh, let me let me catch this back up. You need to so yeah, I'm gonna to, send you that that challenge, man. I don't I don't know See why you keep up with it. It's, it's, I mean, it's not it's not it's not gonna kill you. Yeah, nothing's gonna it's, it's gonna make you. Only you know, one thing gonna kill me. Um. Let's get some football, man. Yeah, let's get to it. But yeah, send me the challenge. I want to see it. <laughs> they had another idiot out uh, at the Dolphins, Shelby, that uh, defensive lineman, get in trouble. He's suspended indefinitely. Idiots. How you continue to get in trouble? And this is not even something we want to talk about. How you continue to get in trouble during the season? And shouldn't you be concentrating on football? Yeah. Dreams and goals, and then you got some other stuff on your mind. These guys are driving me crazy. Uh, Gronkowski said, We made Brady look like Brady. I don't like that comment because Brady is Brady. You just don't have weapons around Brady. So what's that saying that it was something Brady couldn't do or was something you wasn't doing? Because when I get into the Cardinals game, I'm going to tell you how they lost and we're going to speed through this stuff right what now. Is, yeah, I mean, just to keep it going. I think about Gronkowski comments, he was saying that Tom Brady was, you know, he was on there, he was on the calling out the passing game, um, calling out receivers and tight ends saying that they need to step up. Like they're not making their plays. You're not making me look like Brady. To the public, so, so, so Gronkowski was throwing shots at the media, and mm-hmm. at you know, it's kind of like a Tom Brady, like you know, we we got to make you look like Brady. You're right. We're the ones that do it. You, you're not Superman. You think Brady, uh, and I'm gonna say jealous for lack, lack of a better word. You think he's more jealous of the success, not Peyton Manning is having, but the success the the players Peyton Manning have around him. You think that's a concern? I don't because, think he's because he took a pay cut. Literally took a pay cut because the team. I think they are fourteen or twenty-one million under the cap. This is this is Bill Belichick, in my opinion, genius getting in the way. You think you you got rid of Mankin, uh, Logan Mankin. You got rid of him. You get rid of uh, one of my best receivers, uh, the the most reception yeah. ever by an undrafted receiver. He just knocked off Rod Smith, and that's that's the receiver in the. Yeah, and it's more than just de- jealousy. Jealousy is part of it, but it's uh, it's he's more frustration. Is, was, I think is, it's, I think he's frustrated that he uh, okay lost Logan Mankins, that so, he doesn't have the passing core that Peyton Manning has, that uh, Drew Brees has, that Aaron Rodgers is starting to form up in Green Bay. So t- you got you took his best one of his good friends, Wes Worker, away from him, yeah. and gave him to Peyton Manning, who's arguably going down as the best quarterback. Now he can't go down as the best quarterback ever. You know why he You're can't crazy. do that? He can, huh? He can. No, he can't. Why not? Well, he gonna win the Super Bowl this year. It doesn't matter. But how, how I you, mean, he okay, already well, got how one. You, how you explain? He has one. He, he's been to two. He has one. He's been to three. He, yes. And he won one. So that makes him the best quarterback. 
Just because at his position, so yes. who's the best? He does, he's not the best player to, in the game of who's all the best time, but he's the best quarterback of all he's gonna time. He's going to go down. It's all time. He's going to go down. Okay. He has all. The, he's going for all the records. Let me records mean nothing. This has been, um, but he's breaking them. Let at, me at this um, time. He, he's who's the best go quarterback now of, of all, all time. time. But you from from Indians, and you can easily no, say I'm Peyton Manning going to be that I'm not guy. Being biased, you I are. Mean, who who would you put in there? Joe Montana. Yes, one. Why? I know one. Why? That's one of them. What what has Joe Montana? Why? He won Super Bowl with the greatest receiver of all time, with a great backfield, with the greatest defense for oh Ronnie Lott. That Gracious, defense how won dare them. you? So Peyton take, Manning, take him off that San Francisco team. How many how many championships is Joe Montana gonna win? Take uh, you saw him in Kansas City. Take Marvin at Harris at the end of his career. You see Harris, Peyton Manning at the end of his career. Take Marvin Harris away from Peyton Manning. Now what we talking about? Marvin Harris wasn't even thought of before Peyton take Manning even Man- got there. Oh my! <laughs> you, you t- what? Who was his two receivers <laughs> before he got there? Who was his two receivers? He had. That Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. And Reggie Wayne, of course. And then they had a number three, Brandon Stokely, Dallas T- Clark. Who was picking up Dallas Clark in the draft? He was a fullback. Four. He made him look like a tight end. Okay. So what happened with Dallas Clark since he Tom left? Rathman. Let's let's say okay, we scratched Tom Rathman and Dallas Clark. <laughs> okay, scratched uh, and, and and I'm saying, Joe Montana, you can't take his receivers away from him. Peyton Manning's not doing it by himself. Peyton hey, Manning is, threw more who, interceptions than anybody when he came into the league. Who, who, was, who was Eric Decker before he got to Eric Decker Denver? Is, who was Eric Decker right now? Exactly. He's nobody. And why was he good? He, he was good. Why he, was he even he, considered he, as a – Because the, the rules changed and you couldn't touch receivers. And in our offense, he going that. across the middle. I don't want to hear that. Man, you can't – I'm saying – You saw the display yesterday. We Terry Bradshaw. We game. Terry Bradshaw. Joe Montana. I'm talking about guys who won four Super Bowls. I'm talking about guys who win contestants. They had the greatest defenses of all time. Do you not understand? So you saying you not see that? Peyton Manning, because what I'm hearing from you, you saying Peyton Manning is doing all this by himself. Yeah, I, I know who their defense ever are. Since he came in the, ever defense? since he came to the NFL, yes. Are you out of your mind, this man? Year what are you talking first, about? You, not, well, you aren't watching football. I am watching football. I've been watching you football watching with him since 98. Right, so since that's why you're so biased. I'm not being biased. So when he came in, he was an average guy. I thought Peyton Manning, when he left University of Tennessee, I said, that's a great pick for Indianapolis. What Hall of Famers are on that defense? In Indianapolis, what, what and, Hall of Fame? And Denver they got one that he had. They got one. Who's the Hall of Famer? What's the one who just got suspended? Robert for? Mathis. Robert Mathis. <laughs> can I can I can I go further? Na- he, name wasn't name Hall of Ma- he wasn't playing Hall of Fame football when Peyton was there. How did he? He was Peyton? just an average guy on the. He was just on the roster. How did an average guy make those Dwight plays? Dwight Freeney was the Dwight Freeney was the main. Man. Another one. Go. He's keep not going. going to the Hall of Fame. Dwight Freeney he's not. Be, he'd be Robert he'd be Mathis would get in there before Dwight Freeney. And okay, he's not. before and not ever getting in there. That's two, two different guys. Things. You, if so, they that, those are maybes. Ronnie Lott was a lock. They're Deion a Sanders was a lock. Deion Sanders. Don't mention Deion Sanders. He was a lock. How, how many in years? San Francisco. How many years did he play in San? Did Fran? he get a ring? One year. Did he get a ring? Yeah, he got a ring. Okay. Yeah. He was good enough to get a ring that you season. You asked me a question with no answer. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, He's you a Hall of Famer. He was a shutdown corner. He was a Hall he of Famer was... before he got to San Fran. Exactly. The... When he got there, he did his, he was, did his was, thing. Was Joe, Joe his Montana was not there when Dion got there. Joe Montana was done if he wasn't in Kansas City. This is the problem with Joe well, Montana. Well, well, you, let me see. Let me see. I know, I'm not sold on Joe no, Montana's no. being... Uh, no man. I no, I ask you. He's a great. I'm, here's the question he, I ask you. Maybe maybe you didn't hear me. As of you right now, yeah. yeah. Your, as of right now, he is the who the quote unquote best quarterback. Maybe your love on paper for Peyton Manning, which I'm a Peyton Manning fan. Maybe your love for Peyton Manning is blocking the, the other end because I said, who are the best <laughs> quarterbacks if, in the NFL right now? Because I said. 
Peyton Manning might go down as the best. And I said, wait a minute, no, he's not, because he only got one Super Bowl. But Peyton Manning found a way not to win in the postseason. I'm not holding. I'm not putting a stigma on. I'm not putting anything in him because we could talk about postseason with these Cincinnati Bengals and the bright lights. They can't show up on Sundays mm-hmm. and beat the better team and beat the team that's they're better than in the New England Patriots. They can't show up on postseason. So I'm saying Peyton Manning can't show up in the game. But that, I'm, I'm not saying. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm saying who are the best quarterbacks? If you're looking at the numbers, you say he's going to break all the records. That might be true. Does that make him the best quarterback? And he has a Super Bowl win. He has one Super Bowl win. He may get. He, he may wait get a minute. First one. of all. He may get another one. First of all, he may get another one. He has that caliber talent right. If you don't get it this year, he's never getting it. But <laughs> wow. you got to run through San Diego. You got to go through San Diego if you're Denver. What the Cardinals did yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals lost that game coming off a of bye week because I'm not sold on the two corners. I told you, and I was, I was telling you that. I was yeah, you was, yeah, you was agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying to run that defense that that uh, Todd Bowles run. It's mm-hmm. a pressure defense. It's blitz. Same thing with Rex Ryan and his defense. Mm-hmm. They don't have any co- Cardinals have corners. The New York just don't have corners. Mm-hmm. And I know that for, I know that defense that Rex run. You got to have corners run that defense. Okay, so the Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. The Cardinals have corners. They look like they were slow. It was all man-to-man. Man-to-man. And I'm fine. I don't know who's if the you're DB corner, coach. If I'm a corner, I want to play man-to-man. I don't know who's the Arizona's the, DB coach. And I said, watching that game, the Cardinals need me. He got called out me. yesterday. Yeah. It was bad. The Cardinals need me because they're doing so basic stuff. They're doing some stuff you did in first year of college. Now, the Cardinals lost that game to Denver. Not because of what Peyton DeBarris Thomas. I understand it's a problem on defense if our offense has 226 points on us. I mean, yards on us. Mm-hmm. One guy had that. Peyton had 400. They had 400. <laughs> they had 500 some yards on the Cardinals. That defense didn't look solid. They lost that game because they couldn't catch the ball. They dropped about nine balls yeah. that were sustain, sustained drives. And then they couldn't play defense. They was missing tackles. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a lot of the injury bug hit them a little bit in the second half, too. But that's, I mean, that's no excuses with Bruce Arians' team, with the next man up mindset. That's what y'all been, that's what they've been doing all season. And, yeah, it was a lot of missed tackles, a lot of drop balls. Bruce Arians called that, that play on Calais Cam the dirtiest play in all the years he's been coaching. And I found that to be ludicrous. I found that to be crazy. It was a dirty play, but that wasn't the dirtiest play he ever seen in 30-something years coaching because there are dirtier plays than that. But that was kind of dirty, that chop block. When he was engaged, because the rule changed. When you mm-hmm. engage with a blocker, you can't chop block a player. And they set it up where the offensive lineman was about to engage with him. He, he stepped back, and the tight end, John Thomas, cuts him. Yeah. That, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was a dirty play. That was dirty. But that it, was it wasn't, dirty nah, it, He it lost the game. It could have been the dirtiest play. But I think it was just to who it happened to, his defensive captain. We run out of time. But Dallas Cowboys are balling. Yeah. We're gonna talk about some more football. We got a game yeah, tonight. We got to. We're gonna talk about we're gonna get tomorrow's NFL. I thought it was gonna be football Monday, but we got into a lot of college stuff. Time we don't have that much time. We probably need to manage our time better. Um but we gave you some good information on what was going on and uh my wine Wednesdays. I mean my wine, weekend wine whatever I was saying. Anyway <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, Washington Redskins, Seattle Seahawks beat goal three and one, Washington gets one and four. We'll talk about some of this tomorrow. Quam Lasse Sports Talk, Demi Lache. We'll talk again. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
on the Voice America Sports Network. 